Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Allison. I'm Russell Howe. And, and this is Notorious by Chance, where we come, well, it's the auto version, where we review all our movies. And uh, at long last, we're getting to our traditional uh, review of the Best Picture winner. Uh, we started this last year with Coda, and uh, we're continuing this year with uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, which is funny, because we're literally going over my top two movies from last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to back. Back to back, yeah. yeah. Top Gun and Everything Everywhere All at Once. So uh, yeah, let's just uh, a little uh, background on this. It was yeah, so this is directed by uh, the Daniels. Daniels, crap, I can't remember the last one. It's like it's like Shineart, and I think Daniel Kwan is the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these guys who uh, they, they were again, they were indie filmmakers. Uh, the only other film they directed together was was uh, Swiss Army Man. Did you ever see that one? I did not. That was really good. I really like Swiss Army Man. Uh, it's that and uh, one of them did the death of Dick Long. Which is another A twenty. I think I think they're both A twenty four joints. If I think about, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure. So sorry, man, it was A twenty. It was okay. Yes, they both both were A twenty four. The death of Dick Long was. It, that's an interesting one. I would recommend checking checking that one out as well. Okay. Uh, basically, that one's about like this, this small town tries to cover up the death of this one dude, uh, oh. and <laughs> it's funny because. Like the funniest part of the death of Dick Long, it's a black comedy. The funniest part of that is finding out how Dick Long actually dies. <laughs> Okay. Because it's the thing you, you hear, you're just like, wait, what? Oh, like boy. Just, yeah. Again, I, I, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but please just go watch the death of Dick Long. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this was uh, something they were uh, t- uh, toying around with. Then uh, they came out with this uh, this concept. And basically, the color concept was uh, what if my mom was in the Matrix? <laughs> and I remember, I remember seeing the first trailer for this, and I was just. I was blown. I was blown out by just the trailer. Yeah, I, I mean it. Yeah, definitely had that uh, like Spider-Man multiverse across the multiverse type, uh, you know, into the multiverse type uh, feel to it. Just very a lot of colors. Just just very very like trippy. You know what I mean? Very Matrix as too. Yeah, absolutely. And not and not to mention like this was uh, again. Uh, this was uh, it featured a lot of people who are up and coming and coming back and you know. Like having like career resurgences, like a, a bunch of different elements going on in this. But I remember I saw this trailer. I'm like, this is instantly my top ten most anticipated movies of of the year. And yeah, I, it came it came out it came out in uh I think March, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, and it was an early release. It was an early release, but it just blew people away when it came out. It was one of the best review, reviewed films of the year. Uh, and. I mean, a lot of people like thought like, "Oh man, this is this is gonna this this could you know this could have like a this could have like you know like an outside shot like like a screenplay or something." But yeah. as the year went on, like it might like it built up a lot of momentum, then it kind of died, then it built back up again, and it became this like awards juggernaut. Yeah, like down the stretch, it just it just hit a flyer and just it it it, it hit a flyer and then just like just powered the rest of the award, of the award season one. Uh, we talked about it like on the live stream, but it won just about every major award you could win at the Oscars: Best Picture, Best Director, Actress, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress, which we'll get to in a second, <laughs> Screenplay, and Editing. Uh, the only like, major award didn't win was Actor, and that's because there's not there's not really a lead actor in this movie. No, not really. So yeah, like, what is it about this film that 
that that made it such a standup because like let's be let's be clear like this is like in terms of best picture winners this is one of the most off kilter ones we've had in maybe ever probably the most off kilter we had since what shape of water yeah i would probably say shape of water was the outlier for this one and i think this one this was what a 24th biggest grossing one right i think yeah i think i think if i'm not mistaken this is their highest grossing film that's what i was gonna say um yeah i would say shape of water was the last one that was really um you i don't know it was one of those ones where it's a different a different type of film for like like a a high concept genre movie yeah getting best picture we 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 don't see that very often like we rarely see it yeah no this i mean if this movie would have come out Look, look at when the matrix came out in 99 was even nominated for best but you know what i mean like you yeah. this movie would not have been if, if, if it had not wouldn't it, you know, w- yeah, yeah. If, if like there weren't like so many movies that break down that door for like this wouldn't even have been a thought but yeah uh what is it about this movie that makes it that made it such a powerhouse and made it one of the best films of the year uh we're gonna get into that this is everything everywhere all at once uh we start off meeting our main character evelyn wong played by michelle yo who Let's just let's just break it down right here. Michelle Yeoh has had one of the craziest career resurgences we've seen in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Like you point back to I I, I think I really think you point back to like Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Like that was the one like where we found out like oh Michelle Yeoh is still around and she's still killing it. And then like after that she she started being like in so many movies. Yeah, really definitely started making more and more appearances as you know, after Crazy Rich Asians, after time kept going on and on, she kept just, you know, killing and killing and killing. And that's, you know, kind of why I'm, I'm sure that they went with her for this. No, yeah. I mean, like she was, she's, she was a well a seasoned actress who was like a well experienced actress. And then, you know, but like she just kind of, she kind of disappeared after a while. <laughs> like she, she used to like some really big movies. And then like she went quiet for a bit. And then Crazy Rich Asians happened. And then she started getting like, all this stuff like, like last Christmas. And Shang Chi and everything ever at once, and like she's she's got so so many more parts lined up in the, yeah. over the next couple of years, and yeah, you can see why. Like watching this, like first of all, I, I thought she was awesome in Crazy Rich Asians. She oh, was yeah. fantastic in that film. But it's like hard this, to, good. No, I was gonna say it's hard to believe that she actually was in Tomorrow Never Dies. Like it's yeah, kind of right? crazy, kind of crazy because you think you know you remember her, and you're like, oh wow, yeah, this is like when she was really really like just like first starting out. Yeah, like, and, um, out, like Western cinema, and it was crazy. Like you know, what I mean, I mean, she was okay enough. I mean, nothing to like write home about and remember. You know what I mean? Like nobody would have ever thought, hey, this, you know, this uh, lady's going to be a uh, you know an Academy Award winning actress. I mean, I just you just no, wanna, yeah, you know what but I mean? Like her performance in this is like I always thought Michelle was talented. I never thought she was capable of this. No, like, they definitely push the. They definitely push her to bring out her best work. I think. In yeah. This, in this film, again, like this, in the hands of a lesser actress, this part would have failed because, like, you have so many different levels, so many different dimensions, and the fact that, like, the character of Evelyn Wong is like she's like not a good person. No, I mean when you come down to it, she's really, really not. Like, like she, like she's, like she's rude. She's uncaring. She's vaguely racist. Yeah, you can tell she pretty much kind of neglects her her husband. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Kind of neglects, I mean, her daughter a little bit too, to an extent. But the fact that like the movie keeps going and like like normally a character like this as a protagonist would not work. No, uh, you would automatically right. You you just wouldn't. You know what I mean. You just wouldn't feel for this character at all. 
Yeah, but the way the film progresses and the way the film breaks her character down, which we'll get into as 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 we go on, like they really make you see eye to eye with the person. And like, it's, Evelyn Wong is someone who's kind of torn between you know what choice, like the choice she's made in life, and what choice she can make going forward. Yeah, and the th- the good thing this movie does is like help you understand like why she is the way she is, what's going on in her head, why she's making the choices that she is, and what she should do going forward. Yeah. And I, th- and I think and I think that's incredible. Yeah, uh, speaking, of her, yeah but speaking oh. of her husband, uh, we have uh, our husband played by Kehui Kwan. Yeah, Data himself making a career resurgence, which is funny. We mentioned Crazy Rich Asians because like this is a dude who like he stepped out of the limelight for a very very long time. Yeah, like he I I don't think he made a movie like 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 a like a major movie since what in in Cena Man. I think that was the last one before this. Probably, I would say, Xenoman, where we had another, obviously, career resurgence with uh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, he did, like, this one movie called Second Time Around, which is, like, I think, I think, I think the Chinese, I think the Chinese, Hong Kong, sorry, not Chinese, Hong Kong film. Okay. Uh, which, again, I, I, I didn't think about. Uh, then, like, this other, this other Netflix movie, and then this. Like, he was someone who was, like, on, like, this, the cusp of, like, trying to make a comeback. Which, finally, like, the reason he decided to come back was because Crazy Rich Asians inspired him to come back. Like, he felt that there was no, like, you know, Hollywood was not the place for Asian actors. And to his, to his you know, you know, with respect to him, like, he was kind of right. Like, we very rarely saw, like, big budget, like, mainstream films, like, with, like, predominantly Asian cast. Hell, we barely saw mainstream films with Asian leads. I mean, nobody wanted to take a chance on the unknown. You know what I mean? I think that would, I think that in itself was a, maybe a reason. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it finally took the crazy rich Asians to break that barrier down. Um, but yeah, a lot of people probably just didn't want to take that chance and, you know, throw all this money at something that they probably didn't know if there was an audience for, if there was a want for it, you know? Well, it's crazy the fact like he was, I, I didn't know he was doing like, st- like stunt work and like stunt coordination. It's crazy. In, in the other time. And he was just like, wait, he was like biding his time, waiting for his comeback. And he, and he came back and holy crap. Like, again, you want to talk about like not, be, not knowing like what someone was capable of. Like, Kehui Kwan, I was so incredibly impressed with him in this movie. Yeah, I mean, again, another great component of this film. Um, it, it is kind of crazy that we really didn't, and we don't have a lot of, you know, a, a breath of, you know, breath of tape to, to go back and really watch him. A lot of his work, you know, what I mean, because there, there's there's so many different, you know, there's so many gaps in between when we saw him, obviously, in Indiana Jones or The Goonies, and then in Cena Man, and then off the grid. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. absolutely. And then yeah, he just, he just vanished. But then you know. The Daniels reached out to him. He's like, "Hey, yeah, we got this role for you. We think you'd crush it. Come be in our movie." And he was like, "Yeah, sure." I I think he saw this kind of like a you know, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give us a shot. I'll see I'll see if I will see if I still got it. I'll see yeah. if you know I can get my name back out there. And holy crap, did he? This dude was the story of the award show season. Like he won he won just about every major award you could win. But he and but the thing is, like when he gave his acceptance speech, you actually felt the genuineness of his yeah, of, of him winning. Like you feel because yeah. you're just like you can tell. Like this is a guy who never ever thought he'd be in this situation, which is fair yeah. because like we never thought he'd be in this situation. No, and but but the the genuineness, the 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 joy. You know, it, it just seems so natural. I remember my wife. You know, I had to explain who it was, and she rem- she obviously knew, but like. She was just floored by his emotion and just the way that, like, 
you know, he was like genuinely emotional, like, like crying, getting upset because of the fact that, you know, what he had done, you know, nobody had seen it coming, including himself. So to me, it's one of those ones where it was an actually a genuine speech where yeah. you get some of these other ones. It's like, yeah, okay. You know, I want to thank this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it goes as scripted, so to speak. Yeah. This one literally kind of just really took, you know, you kind of remember that speech. And you're like, wow, this guy genuinely um, was very humbled by this award, you know? Yeah, and we'll, and we'll break down, like, the highlights of his performance in this. But, like, yeah, well-deserved. Well and it's kind of weird. Like, if you told me, like, someone from the Goonies was going to win an Oscar, I never would I never would have guessed it was the kid who spoke English as a second language. No, I, mean, I might have won probably Josh Brolin. I would have guessed Josh Brolin. I mean, just because, I mean, if I look at, Bre again, Breath of Work, of what yeah. he's done in the past. Brolin is just a really good actor. I think that, um, you know, I think he would be the one. Shit, that shit. I think... He'd be, he'd be Indiana Jones to an Oscar. Yeah. He'd be Indi Yeah. Harrison Ford does not even have, that's completely crazy. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, we also meet the daughter. Uh, was it Jill? No, not Jill. Fuck. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about how he yeah. beat Tom Cruise to an Oscar. He did beat Tom Cruise to an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who would have thought that, man? Especially... Joy, not Jill. Joy. Joy, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he beat... Like, so many people he beat to an Oscar. It's so strange. Yeah. But anyways, I mean... not, yeah, we'll, again, we'll get we'll get into this. The Joy, yeah. played by Stephanie Hsu, who was, again, uh, uh, someone who, again, a uh, breakout actress, never really knew much about her. Apparently, she was in Shang-Chi. I didn't know that no until after the fact. Yeah, I mean, no one would have said, hey, that's the... The girl from you know what i mean yeah um but again she's fantastic and we'll get into why later and some really really weird stuff with her with her later and uh the oscars because she did get nominated she didn't win and we'll talk about why later uh but anyways uh she's someone who uh she's she's not closeted because her mom knows that she's a lesbian yeah, but, but like her, her grandfather doesn't play by song who's awesome in everything yeah, but but he's definitely from the old school, and I don't yeah. think, and I think she feels that Joy being gay would, I think he wouldn't be accepting of it. Yeah, exactly. Like he just like she feel like yeah. it would be a, like a riff from in their family, and, and that's you know, like, kind of why she pushes which is, it aside. Which is very like in line with like old school way of thinking. Just like like yeah, like there's curtain like people yeah. who don't come out to like their their elders because they feel like they wouldn't accept them if they did. And that's just yeah. that's, that's sad, man. It is, but it's like that. I mean, if you think about it though, it there's a lot of people that are. Yeah are kind of like hesitant because of that though and it's all across the board you know what i mean yeah anyways they run a they run a laundromat they're being audited <laughs> their husband is seeking a divorce everything is going bad all at once yeah as jamie lee curtis says it's not good it's not good. yeah and uh oh yeah and also the daughter is like this close and never speaking to her again they're speaking to her mother ever again a lot, a lot of stuff. A lot of, lot of bad stuff going. A lot of bad stuff going on. Anyways they get they go to the IRS and uh, that's where he meets uh, uh, the otter. Well, first of all, we meet. Uh, we start to get into the actual plot of the movie. Yeah. Which, like, it's weird. Like, I, I, I want to be in, like the like she's just someone who's like just seeing this, like not not having seen the trailer, not knowing what's about. Because like you think yeah. it's gonna be like it's like family drama. You, boy, and you then in. you <laughs> something in for something. Happens. And yeah. then something happens, and then yeah. Raymond is taken over by another Raymond from another universe. And basically, he's just like, hey, yo, some real bad shit's going down, and I need your help. You just got to do these things I say, and you'll be good. Yeah, she looks up like these like, two, these two like, Bluetooth earpieces to her. 
And like what I will say, like, Kehui Kwan completely transforms performance between the Raymond from Evelyn's universe and the Raymond from what's called the Alphaverse. I would love to see somebody just react to this for the first, like without how you said, just without taking knowing, it. Without knowing what it's about. Take it in. Just watch like, you know, you thinking, okay, yeah, you think you have a grasp on it. And then boy, does but it this just, happens. Boy, does it it will just, feel yeah. like a completely different movie just drives by and takes over. And then you, and then the minute he gets out, then the minute that this person gets out of the theater, you're like, okay, what was this about? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's what's what else you know about this movie is the fact that like the editing this one of best editing, well deserved. The editing there's, in this is fucking phenomenal. There's no, I mean, you watch that. It's just it's so tight. It's so uh, exact. Um, it's just crazy how much work went into editing this film. Like when you're watching even just those like little pieces that go really quick and how they yeah we'll get we'll get into that film. scene in a second. But like you look at this one, we're like they're basically going through Evelyn's life. Yeah. And it's like the it's just like way like it's like a fast pace, but you like you never lose track of what's going on. You completely understand the motivation of the characters. Like you understand like the look the side she came the side she came from what she left to come to America. It's just you go through this entire woman's life story and like that like that and like there's so many different like filming like camera work, camera techniques, like filming styles, and it's just it's just such a unique it's such a unique cut, uh, such a unique choice, and such a it's such an interesting way they put they put it together. Yeah, I mean, because you could have just went flashback, boring flashback, you know what I mean? But you yeah. put it together creatively like that, where I think that that can stick with you, and then you get it, like you get just enough of it. It happens like relatively. It's a relatively quicker scene. They don't waste too too much time with it, but you understand kind of what you said. You kind of understand the characters, you know, the motivations, the, the reason why she is the way she is. Um, you know, and you, you kind of understand that with with that whole little, you know, flashback scene with with her yeah. family, yeah. And basically, just like, okay, look, just 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 follow my instructions. Go meet me in that closet in like a couple in a couple minutes, and you know, explain everything. Uh, so uh, that's this is where we meet uh the final major character of our film, Deidre. I think I can't, I can't remember. Deidrea, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, who did end up winning best uh, best supporting actress. Well, I think the shocker out of the bunch, I think, would be a safe... the big the biggest shock because like, look, no disrespect to Jamie Lee Curtis, no. she is a Hollywood icon, scream queen, really really good actress. Thing is, as we will explain throughout this review, she's not even the best supporting actress in her own movie. Yeah, she's. I mean, really not. Like Stephanie Hsu, which for reason we'll get into, is acting circles around Jamie Lee Curtis. And literally, like a quarter of her, well, maybe a third of her age. Yeah. Quarter? Probably right there. I don't, I don't, quarter? Third? Quarter ish? It's, it's one of the two. How old is Stephanie Hsu? Stephanie Hsu is 30. She's 32? What? I thought she was in her 20s. I never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never mind. Wait, what? She's 32? Okay, never, never, never mind. Wow. Okay. So, so, uh, so, so half she's her age. Half, she's half her age. Wow. Okay, that was a shocker to me because I thought she was in her twenties. So yeah. Okay. So did I. All right. Well, that was a curveball. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, uh, Evelyn, she can't really focus on this on this uh, you know tax meeting because well, one, it's a tax meeting, and two, yeah, it's boring. Uh, yeah, there's other things. She, there's other things she needs to you know other things she's tending to. So she goes to, she goes to the closet to meet uh, Alpha Verse Raymond. And that's where you're just like, okay, look, there's this like really, really bad force called Jobu Tupaki, 
who for some reason is seeking you out in every universe and trying to kill you. We don't know who, we don't know what it is. We don't know who, we don't know why, but she is trying to, but this is, this thing is trying to kill you. And I think you're the Evelyn to stop her. You quiet Evelyn who runs a laundromat and yes. getting audited and trying to use karaoke machine as a tax write off. <laughs> that's the, that's the weirdest write off on the planet. Sure. Go for it. It's like that. It's like, there's like a write off a typewriter. Yeah, she. I mean, there's so much far-fetched shit that she tries to write off. It's just so funny. It's like you buy anything and you're gonna try to write it off. <laughs> you, you you watch Shit's Creek? I do. I have watched Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh, I remember that episode where it's just like David's like, okay, well, yeah, that, that's a write off. That's a write off. That's not a write off, David. <laughs> <laughs> I always just, I always just think of that. Uh, but anyways, so uh, she's uh, hanging with Alpha vs. Rain, but then she is suddenly attacked. Yeah, this is this movie is also kind of an action movie. Yeah, there's quite a different bunch of genres this movie does tackle. Yeah. Uh, and we see, uh, you know, they're attacked by what for a second is, well, it looks like this old lady, but then it's also, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is also attacking them, and you're just, like, really confused. Like, what's ha- like what's happening? Uh, but, like, yeah, uh, Evelyn herself is really confused, and this leads to one of my, one of my favorite bits. Uh, Alphaverse Raymond takes over, he pops open some chapstick and eats it, and we're just like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then he proceeds. Well, first of all, he Evelyn just decks the shit out of Dietrich, which is great. Yeah, which was a great moment. Yeah, uh, she, he does that, decks the shit out of Dietrich, but then uh, yeah, Alpha Raymond takes over, and then he proceeds to whoop ass with the fanny pack, right? With a fanny pack, with a fanny pack. Hell yeah. I, I love the bit where like he like clops on like clops onto that guy's nose and just, <laughs> just like yanks him down. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, man. That's it had me thinking about the uh, the death wish. I told you before about that. I always thought that was so creative, putting a roll of quarters into tube socks and just started beating the shit out of people. It just yeah. kind of reminds me of that. Just like he's just sort of spinning that stuff around, man. It's so it's so like uh, Indiana Jones cracking his whip esque. You know what I mean? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, we I also like love the way they introduce uh, Joey Tupacchi. We never really see, we never really get like a clear shot of what of this thing's face. Yeah, we see like like the shot from like behind. It's shot from above. Like we never get a, get a clear shot of what this thing is. Mm-mm. It's pretty obvious. I mean, it's kind of, it's a little obvious in hindsight. Whether well, it's been not in hindsight. Even at the time, you're just like, oh, I, I I think I understand what's going on here. Watching it a couple times, you kind of it, it does it's, it makes a lot more sense as you think about it. Yeah. But also, I love the way that they illustrate like how this whole verse jumping works. So we find out like the, the Evelyn from her from his universe invented this method for jumping into the consciousness of or like hijacking the consciousness of you from another universe. Mm-hmm. Basically, the way they explain it is like the choices you make can compound into vastly different outcomes over time. Yeah. Which is something I've always found fascinating. Like like the concept of the, of multiverse is always fascinating me because like I always think like for every for every uh, for every choice you make, there's a there's a universe in which you don't. Yeah, because you. I mean, yeah. So like that, that, they they kind of go off of that. So they're like, yeah, you have to you do something that points you in a different life path, and you can access the memories, skills, and whatever of you from that universe. Yeah, and I, and I, I do like the whole thing when they transport. There, there's they have to do certain things of action in order to trans to to. Uh, pretty much like activate it yeah 
I, I think that's so cool too. And it's all different. Oh, yeah. It's all different stuff. And I always think I, I just thought that was really so cool, you know? Yeah, like they, they get you to understand the rules. Like yeah. that's something that the movie like this needs to do. Like like what is time travel, uh, universe jumping. The best thing your movie can do is establish its own rules, and they yeah. do that very well here. Yeah. Like for like, there's one scene where uh, Joby Tapaki's uh, minion takes over the consciousness of Deidre, and it's just like, okay, well, I need something that can help me get out of this. And it's like gymnast, like okay, sure. So he has to like give himself paper cuts between the between the webbing of his, of his fingers. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just so it's so creative. There's so many, and, and nothing's repeated. That's the thing, you know. No, what I mean? it's that, not. And I just think that the, it's just very, very creative. It's something, something very, very different that I just, you know, I just, you just really uh, kind of amazed by. Something else we we talked about like, when we saw the trailer, where like, like Jamie Lee Curtis in like the regular scenes is like totally wearing a fat suit. Uh, she, yeah, she did not go on the Russell Crowe three point. She did not go on the four diet. No, she did not go on Pope's Exorcist diet. But like we see, like when she transforms like the jo- the Joe Tabaki minion, she basically like. She kind of like sucks it in. Yeah, she yeah yeah. Uh, and she's just like it just she's like she's like transforms physically. It reminds me of Christopher, of Christopher Reeve in uh seventy eight Superman, where like when he's yeah. Clark Kent, like he's like physically a different character. Like, so, like dorky, you understand. Yeah. yeah. Like like when he's Superman, like, he like changes like how he how he carries himself, the way he stands, the way he walks. Just, I, I I find like when actors like lend that kind of physicality to a role, I find it very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, like while all this is going on, Evelyn's still back in her own present, and she's like she gave the news about her divorce with Raymond, and Raymond's just like, "Look, this is probably the easiest way to get out of this audit." Yeah, I don't want to do it, but like you're also like you sense like their marriage is growing apart. Yeah, I mean they're they're completely they're not even like fr- they're not even like friends. They're just people that like happen just to t- know each other. You know what I mean? Like they're you can tell that there's that big rift in between their marriage, um, and you can tell that it's probably the best uh, outcome that they could possibly pretty much come you know what i mean come to agreement on you know i i think the daughter i think even joy would probably be a lot more happier and benefit from that even a little bit more too yeah yeah but yeah she's like she's like losing her sense her sense of self yeah. in this relationship and they're, they're both they both are and uh this is where we kind of get, get that full circle first of all Ray, raymond from the alphaverse tells her it's like i don't think you're the right evelyn i got i gotta get out of here i gotta find the right one it's basically he has just left her there to die <laughs> Uh, and oh wait, hot dog thing. Hot dog fingers happened before this, doesn't it? Hot dog fingers. Um, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it does. But think so? she, she tries to verse jump, it doesn't work, and so she uh, ends up in this universe where people have hot dogs for fingers, which is so random. And it's just again, but it's one of those ones you'll always remember that though. You'll always remember that. Yeah. Uh, hot, like, yeah, hot dog fingers, and also like a universe where like she like, has a relationship with Deidre, not Raymond. Yeah. Really Don't know weird. how that works, but cool. Super weird. And she plays the doesn't she play the piano with her feet? Yeah, she does. Like yeah. people, people do things with their feet in this universe because yeah. their their fingers are useless. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, it's like so. It's basically, in order to access the universe that she needs to access, she has to like convincingly tell somebody she doesn't love that she loves them. Yeah. She can't do it. So Raymond's just like, okay, you're not the right, Evelyn. I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, so re- so regular Raymond comes back. <laughs> he's he's so confused. He's like, what's going on? Yeah, he's just like, what the hell? Like, and then on? and then Deidre just like jump. It's about to it's about to like drop kick Michelle Yao in the face, and that's when she submits. She's just like, I love you, and it works. And we find and we see basically see how this like holding plays out. So 
the whole like I love you thing plays into a universe where she didn't choose to run to America with Raymond. Yeah. She decided to stay in in I'm not sure it's China or Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong. I think Hong Kong. Uh but never they never established where but she has to stay to stay. I don't want to say I don't want to say a country because I know like China and Hong Kong are two very different things. So she decides to stay home and ends up becoming like a famous martial arts star, which ironic because that's what Michelle Yao did in real life. Yeah. And she able to access the martial arts skills. So like I think yeah, and again, like the action sequences in this are awesome. Oh, I mean they're they're very, very uh, like choreographed perfectly. Um you're not bored. Um, I know yeah. sometimes you can get a little bit bored from the over simulation of like just action scenes in general. You know what I mean? Like IE your like Fast and the Furious movies that go overboard yeah. with too long of action scenes. I think we get just enough. They wet your palate perfectly with these uh, action scenes. Yeah, they do. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it was. It's a, it's after that where uh, you know it works. It works uh, Alpha Ramirez is like, nah, you're the you're the, you're the right one. We 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 can we can get this shit. <laughs> uh. But uh, we also explained that, like, yeah, you, you try and do too many jumps, you could basically fracture your mind. Uh, and this is where we meet uh, the main villain. It's basically who you expected. It is Joy. Joy is Joe Butapaki. And this is, why, this is what we mean when we say, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is outdone in her own movie. Because Stephanie Hsu, as the villain in this, yeah. holy crap, she is, she is amazing. Yeah, especially again with somebody that we really don't know a whole lot about acting. You know what I mean? With widespread yeah. acting in film. You know what I mean? Like you said, she we you know, mentioned obviously she was in Chang Chi, but you don't remember her from that. No, you, you bring her, you bring her into this movie. Now she's acting literally with somebody half of her age. You know, or not her <laughs> being half somebody's age. Yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis being like having done pretty much everything. And acting circles around her, you know what I mean? It's it's really crazy. Yeah, like, and like, there's, no, there's no disrespect to Amy Lee Curtis, but like just Stephanie Hsu just has much more of a character to play with. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you know they wrote Jamie Lee like a lot, you know what I mean, a lot more. You know, they they put her in, and, and she she would act circles around. But just just so happens that we had Joy's character a lot more, um, you know, character development with her because she because she's the yeah. one that really has to. You know, we we have to see that from her. Yeah, we find yeah we find yeah we find out that uh, we, uh, we gradually find out like what happened to her to make her this way. But she's someone who's just like so affected by she's so consumed by her own nihilism. Yeah, and like she's just again like whereas the joy from her universe is so driven by emotions, so driven by you know like what's gonna happen to me, my mom's gonna my family, I'm like am I can I not go home anymore? This is someone who's just like she let go of all of that. Yeah. Like, and she is someone who just only sees the negative aspects of life, negative aspects of every universe. And for some reason, she blames her mom for it. Yeah. And you don't it. know why. Yeah. Cause at every single reason, you know, she's, she's the, you know, she's the, the reason behind these things. You know, she's the, she's the one to blame. She's also like ruthless. Like the, the scene where like she, she's mastered this whole like verse jumping. And she's also ruthless because like we see like how she like takes down these cops. First of all, again, the editing, the way it like goes between like costumes and shots, and, like the, the, the way it like pops in and out of like what she can do as a character. Yeah, I think I, like that is it's just fascinating. And also, we were wrong. Hot dog fingers happens app happens right now. There's a lot of shit that ha I mean, this does. movie does fly. This movie flies at you really quick. You know what I it mean? It does. 
you know. Yeah, she's trying to she's trying to take down Joy in the end. Yeah, because it ends up in a universe where people have hot doctor fingers. Yeah. Which like that like, they were just like, that's a crazy ass jump. How did this happen? Yeah. Uh but yeah, she's uh taken uh, yeah, she uh, tries to take down Jobu Tapaki. And we basically find out that Jobu Tapaki is a result of Alphaverse Evelyn. I'm not sure if it's Alphaverse or another universe. Basically, there's a universe where Evelyn basically played with the multiverse. I assume it's Alphaverse. And basically just tortured her daughter to insanity. Like, she ran these uh, verse jumping experiments on Joy. So, and it implies that it is, it is Alphaverse. I think, I think, yeah. it, I think it, they do say that it is. They, so, they, they, but they did it with her so much that her mind essentially fractured. So, she's literally, it's the title. She is, she is everything. She's everywhere. And she's, it's happening all, all at once. It's like, yeah. I think of like uh, Dr. Manhattan and Watchmen. Okay. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, like what most people see uh, time is a straight line. He sees all of time happening at once. Yeah. So it, 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 it's, it's like that. I think, like, yeah, that, that makes it, it really affects her view of the universe because, like, yeah, look, when you can see everything happening, nothing matters. Yeah. Cause you already know the react. You already know what the reaction, you already know the, you know what I mean? You know everything that's going to happen. So it, it takes the guesswork out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she 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 like duct tapes Joy to a chair. Yeah. Uh, and like Raymond's Raymond's just like, hey, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get you out of here. And then Alpha versed uh, Grandpa takes over and just like, you got you got to kill her. He's like, Wait, what? He's like, what? what? No, I, I I I can't I can't do that. And but like, well, no, she doesn't say that. Like, you think she's gonna do it? Yeah. Because like she starts approaching Joy with a box cutter, and you're just like, oh god, no. Yeah, it's like, oh my Evelyn, god, what are you doing? It's like, dude, you, you're really gonna do this? Yeah, but no, she she he just cuts her out, and this gets to one of my one of the, the best jokes of the movie, where he's just like, okay, so like he's trying to explain this whole alpha this whole alphaverse thing, but he's like, you know, someone's taking over your body. It's like that movie Rakakuni. He's <laughs> talking about Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, no, Rakakuni, like, Rakakuni, yeah. which is funny because like you just know there's like some like Hong Kong like Chinese ripoff. Oh, you know, there's like some spoof of this, yeah. Absolutely. That is called Rakakuni. That's what that's what she saw, not the actual movie. Oh, that's and that's hilarious too. Yeah, but uh, she basically just goes to admit that she she won't kill her daughter. He's like, no, I I will find another way. Uh, and then uh, like okay, okay well, well, shit. Uh, if that's the case, then uh, you're the, you're now the enemy of the Alphaverse. So uh, now she has the Alphaverse. And <laughs> Jumbo Dupaki after her, uh, so she has to access some other, uh, some other skills. Mainly, you know, sign twirling, uh, as well as uh, she has, she has to be one of those like uh, hibachi chefs, like a, like a fucking like Nobu. No, yeah, Nobu. Uh, hibachi, Anihana. Anihana. yeah, 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 like hibachi places that she go to. Yeah, yeah, uh, but like, but no, Nobu's not Nobu's not hibachi. I don't think. No, but, never been Nobu, but, but, but you, you know, you know what I mean. It's the basic, kind of the basic gist of it, though, sort of. Yeah, and again, like these these scenes are like really really awesome. And I read, read to mention Jenny Slate is in this movie. Oh, uh, she's <laughs> it's funny because she's she's credited she's just credited as a big nose girl. Oh, okay. Uh, and she <laughs> she fucking she, she like she fights with her dog like she throws around her dog like it's like nunchuck or some shit. <laughs> Uh, it's just she has to keep accessing skills, skills to beer, and like, and that's why like the 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 father and the daughter pick it up real quick. It's just like, 
oh, okay, so, you know, do something weird, and, you know, you'll, you'll access something. They're trying to help, like, do jump, do jumping decks! <laughs> I do love that. And then we get to, like, a weird, weird scene to think of for a Best Picture winner, where, like, they have to active, where, like, she has to actively stop a dude from, like, shoving a trophy up his ass. Which is a fucking, which is an, clearly an anal fucking. Which looks like a butt plug. Let's just say that right now. This exactly, looks like a butt plug. It's absolutely what it is, but it's absolutely hilarious. But but they're trying to stop him from that. Was that's his activation thing sitting on it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That, that's yeah. what he's trying to do. Absolutely. But just the way it's choreographed, it's it's sort of like like an old Jackie Chan movie, which is funny. I'm like Michelle, you know, I did co-star with Jackie Chan a couple times. Yeah. Like a Jackie Chan, like one of those like comedic fights. Yeah. And nowhere this like security dude with his with no pants just comes in and just like just body slams himself into it. Oh my god, it's it's absolutely hilarious to watch. I mean, when you watch it, you just my question it, like, what skills do you access through this? I have no endurance. I have no idea. I, I <laughs> couldn't tell you. Endurance, stamina. I have no idea. You become again, a cast like, of the Jackass uh, film. Yeah. Right. And then like every and like his homies come in like they all have stuff they all have other stuff shut up their ass like like the one dude's got a trophy he's got like a whole ass trophy. <laughs> Anything you can do, <laughs> I can do better. Uh, we also see uh, you know like this, this like I love the creativeness of the, of the skill because like there's one universe where like she's like is able to do like push ups with her with her pinkies with her pinkies yeah and she does and she's like I break a chair it's just like again like there's so many like great innovative way like it's not that it's like she can just good at she's just good at fighting it's the way she's good at fighting like the yeah. skills that the skills that she uses that yeah. make this movie interesting yeah uh yeah I, I i love that uh but this is the scene where uh you know we start to get some a little more background with uh, her and joy and we kind of see, like, you know, the way that we 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 see the universe the way uh, she sees it. Basically, the way she describes it is kind of, it's like it's like an everything bagel. Yeah. Again, like what I the commencement Doctor Manhattan. Time is a flat time is a flat circle, and she, and every speck on the bagel is is some, like some kind of universe, except that one. That that that's a sesame seed. <laughs> Which, by, by the way, I try I tried an everything bagel for the first time not too long ago. My wife's, my wife's a huge fan. Uh, we, we, she'll get that everything bagel uh, seasoning, and she puts, it, she puts it on like uh, what the hell does she? What the hell does she put on? She even puts it on like uh, cottage cheese. Like she likes that stuff on anything. Really? She's a fa- she's a fan. She's an everything bagel fan. Which they are actually pretty good though. Yeah, and we see how you know we we see that things kind of start breaking down across the across the multi across the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like as as she's talk as Evelyn's talking to Joy, uh, we see that you know she's really starting to come into grips with like how Joy sees the world. You know, like she's you know she's talking about like you know like what like Raymond's talking about what ifs in, in her universe the party isn't going well, and she's just she's kind of getting <laughs> the attitude of fuck it all, yeah, just whatever, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. And she just shoves everything aside. Like we even go to like the other universe where she's just, she's a hibachi chef, and there's one chef played by Harry Shum Jr. of Glee, who like it is the raccoon. Like he's got a raccoon under his hat, and it's absolutely hilarious. It's great. Yeah, you're just like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Then you're like, wait, oh, that's that's it. That's that's yeah. where she got. It. 
that's where he got the movie from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she, yeah, uh, she just basically just trying to say like, fuck everything. She signs the divorce papers for Raymond. She basically says, fuck the party. Screw, like, screw Joy. Screw this universe. Screw this fight. Joey Topaki's got a point. And this is where we get to my favorite segment of the entire film. Mm-hmm. Awana. It's the scene where you have these, like, a series of shots of Evelyn from different universes. And this is what we mean when we talk about, when we talk about, you know, like, the care and, you know, the effort put into this film. Because it's this whole montage of maybe like 60 plus shots of what she was in different universes that you only see for like a second. Yeah, almost like at one of those, uh, almost like one of those like flip books. You know what I mean? Like you do it real yeah. quick. Yeah. But like each one's distinct. There's no, there are no two that are like quite the same. And just the amount of effort you had to put in to create this shot just for only to be on screen for like a millisecond. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of detail. No, I mean it, it, it absolutely is. It's very, very. Um, it's this had to be a painstakingly uh, hard film to edit. Um, I couldn't even imagine what the uh, drawing boards would look like for this. How they wanted it. Um, yeah. I just I can't even imagine how long, uh, how painstakingly long that uh, hours and hours and hours. How many hours were spent on that? Because it's just it's so finite everything's very you know what i mean it's just it's crazy to even think about it it's just it's so overwhelming to think about it yeah it's absolutely like like hats off to the editor who put this together and then we get this other scene where uh, she goes to a universe where she's a rock (laughs) again it's fantastic um i just think of the pet rock um yeah and you gotta love the uh subtitles fantastic i just it's it's so funny (laughs) This whole scene where just like the comedy speaks for itself, the themes speak for for themselves. Yeah, and it's like the fact that they trust their audience to be invested this much to have literally a two minute scene where two rocks talk to each other. I mean, and you're and it's a, and it's like you get the laugh out of it though too. Like I remember yeah, just it, laughing just, when I was watching. Just it. be a rock. Yeah, just be a rock. It just feels like, yeah, and the, she, you see that, oh yeah, she, she's kind of coming over to the side of Joey Topaki, and like, a big theme of this is nihilism versus optimism, which we'll get to in a second, but like, yeah, like, in, like in the grand scheme of things, like, nothing really matters, mm-hmm. nothing you really do matters, nothing you really say matters, like, you're just, we're all ending up in the same place, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of what you do with that information that makes you different. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we get into probably my favorite scene of uh, Kehui Kwan's acting in this movie. It's the scene where we see Raymond in a couple different universes saying this thing. First, like, in the in the regular universe, uh, she... They're, oh, we forgot to mention, they're supposed to bring back a bunch of tax forms to the IRS that night. They didn't do it. Yeah. So they go they go over to arrest her, and then Raymond talks to Deidre, and she's just like, he's just like, okay, look, and they gave her until, like, what, the end of the week? Something like that. They gave her an extent, like three days. Was it like three yeah, days? They gave yeah. her a couple day extension. Yeah. And like Evelyn's shocked. It's like, wait, why? Yeah. It's like I, t- like, I talked to her. Yeah. And like then I, you know, in yeah. the universe where she's where she's a movie star, she's just like we say. Like, he had one of like the best lines of the movie, where he says, "In another life, I would have been happy just because like Raymond in that universe is doing well for himself. He's yeah. off, you know. And they never, they never say what he's doing, but like he's 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 doing well for himself. But he's just like." Yeah. You know, like in another universe, I would have been happy just doing laundry and tax with you because, like, she tells him, like, 
yeah, we would we would be miserable. We were with laundromats. We were being audited. Like it sucks, but like he's just yeah. like, yeah, I don't we, care. I, I, I we would have made that. a we would have made the best out of that situation though. Yeah, and then we get this whole monologue that he gives to everybody in that room, where he's just like, yeah, like look, it doesn't make sense. Like things don't make sense, but like that's when like. Like a big thing in this movie is like love, kindness, and being an optimism, like pessimism versus optimism, yeah. in a, especially in a time where things don't make sense. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, it's, it's just like this is like another like theme of the movies where it's just like it's conflicting views on life. It's, you know, do you choose to see the worst or the best and thing? Like, and like that's where Raymond and Joey Tupaki are like completely opposite. Like, Joey Tupaki sees everything is disposable, everything doesn't matter. Whereas Raymond, she's like, yeah, you can find meaning in everything if you look hard enough. Yeah, the silver lining and everything. Yeah, I, I thought I like when I saw this, like I was completely blown away by three different performances of Kehu Kwan's giving in this one scene. Yeah, I mean, again, really just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is also where Joe Batabaki finds Alpha versus Raymond and then just kills him. <laughs> and it's and it's really sad. Like things start to go wrong, but like. This is where uh, Evelyn and Universe starts to realize, like, no, yeah, like he's got a point. Like, you know, like let's 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 try, let's try kindness. Yeah, because you know, and we we, we see that start to we still start to you know play out in every universe. Because like she makes up with the with the hot dog Deidre because they were they were in a fight. Yeah, uh, she starts to, like oh disobey the rules of, rules of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they start moving, they start moving and talking and try to apologize to Joy. Yeah. He's like, come here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hug you. And then we see her basically try to fix the lives of everybody, like all the people who are basically minions for Joey Tabaki. And we just see like the way they end up. And like it 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 it, it is nice. Like some of the like some of them are married, some of them like have have like good jobs, and like yeah, it's but that's what he's saying, like trying to find the best trying to find the best in things, especially when things are looking at their worst. Yeah. Yeah, I do love that. And this also has the cameo from one of the Daniels. And like one of the weirdest things where like he, he's like he's like wearing a ball gag and getting spanked by Michelle Yao by, by oh. one women and like Michelle Yao okay. is there. Yeah. He's like, Wait, what the Yeah. What's happening? Either way, I like guess it's, it's 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 a weird cameo. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if this whole movie was made, so this this scene could exist. But, but I'm, not, I'm not gonna fault him for it. You'll always remember where he was at in the film. He will. Uh, we also see that uh, Evelyn in the other universe is like tr- is trying to you know save Rakakuni from animal control, <laughs> and that's and the weird thing is like you're invested in all these plot lines at this point. Yeah, I mean you're just you're strapped in. You're you're ready for the you know ready for the roller coaster that is. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joy, uh, the one thing she can't do is patch things up with Joy. Because that's kind of the whole point of this whole conflict. Like the she can resolve everything, but until she resolves things with joy, yeah. nothing's gonna get fixed. Yeah. And I just again, this is my favorite bit with Michelle Yeoh in, yeah, in this movie. It's where she goes out like again in the in the regular universe, she goes out to the car and she's just like, Look, Joy, I know I haven't been a great mom. Yeah. But believe me, there are tons of universes and tons of places outcomes could have been where I didn't have you. Yeah. And I, I could have been different, could have been successful. But it and but of everywhere in this world I could have been, there's nowhere I'd rather be than right here with you. 
so, like a self self realization moment for the character. You know what I mean? It's very uh, poignant. You know what I mean? It's just it's, yeah. it's you, you you she really realizes now. I think is the appreciation she has. You know what I mean? Like it's and that's that's just a scene that like if you're a crier, that one that's the scene that's gonna get you. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, how, how do you not like you know when when the the mother realizes, hey, you know the the world I'm in now is the one I need to like really focus on and, and, and step up to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and as she finishes resolving these issues, uh, her, her stronghold lets up like all the, all the Evelyn get their stuff resolved. The bagel is basically obliter obliterated. Like joy, joy gets pulled out of the bagel. Uh, you know, she, she doesn't get to become one with the singularity. Oh, the grand, the grandfather, she, they, she comes to the grandfather and he's cool with it. Yeah. So that whole entire worry again, it was just like live life, just just roll with it. You know what I mean? Go with it. Things will work yeah. themselves out. She's appreciative of her husband now. They're going back to the IRS. Things are looking really things are looking up for for the for the Kwong family. And yeah, that's where the movie ends. Yeah. So yeah, that was everything everywhere all at once. So uh Russell, final thoughts on this movie. Yeah, I mean, this obviously was not one of my favorites of the year. I mean, I like I liked Tar more, I liked Whale, but this, I mean, you, you can see why the movie won Best Picture. Uh, the the time and care that it took to construct this film, you know what I mean? Um, like we were saying, the acting performances across the board were fantastic. Um, the direction, um, everything about, like, this movie does stick with you. And it, it does, it's one of those movies you have to watch multiple times, I think, to get more and more of the message out of it. Do you know what I mean? The first time you watch it, you're kind of like, what um, did I just watch? But you have to break it down. You have to watch it again and again, I think, in order to come back with it and find out that, yeah, this was this was right in front of you the whole time. You just didn't see it that way. You didn't perceive it that way. You know what I mean? No. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it is a really great film and I understand why it won. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad it won Best Picture. Um, I mean, it, like I said, it may not have been my choice. Needless to say, though, it was one of those ones where you watch it, you definitely get an appreciation from watching it and, and the time and the effort that was spent into making this film, you know? Yeah. In a time where the multiverse seems to be all the rage in movies, yeah. this is maybe the most unique take I've seen in the multiverse and quite possibly the best. Yeah. Like, I think that this movie is all different kinds of brilliance. I think that, yeah, the direction's incredible, the performances are amazing, the script's fantastic. Uh, the editing is fucking out of this world. The cinematography is amazing. Like, there's just so many things in this movie that that so many elements of this movie that just excel. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I very rarely get a feeling after seeing a movie that I did that I did when I saw this for the very first time. Yeah, where it's just like it's such a breath of fresh air. It combines like new familiar elements, trying to you know, and it's also like I just love the core. Of the movie where it's about issues about resolving it's about you know I, again pessimism versus optimism about you know not like the aspects of nihilism uh being a good part being a good person the, the roads not traveled there's just so many different levels you can get out of this movie that i just think are i think are all fucking brilliant but how creatively to construct that and convey yes. that on the screen is the thing that i kind of like about it like we could do your thing where it's like oh you know what i mean um everything isn't what it seems and this and that we could just do like a a, a you know, easy to trace film, you know what I mean? But they didn't go that way. They took the chances. They went something a little bit more creative, a little bit more in depth in order to convey different messages, you know? Yeah. 
this is again i wasn't a massive fan of the daniels uh i wasn't a massive fan of the daniels before this but like now i am i am all in on these dudes like yeah. i want to see what they're doing what they're doing what they do next yeah and i think that i also think this is such a it's, it's a great coming out uh you know not coming out story well coming out story for stephanie shu but like comeback story for kehui kwan a continuation of emergence from michelle Yao. like i love when she's in her oscar speech like never tell never let anybody tell you're past your prime yeah i mean because who who would have thought that you know what i mean jamie lee yeah. curtis obviously you know a, a feel good story still um definitely an underdog to try to win the uh, win the oscar and and came out and won you know what i mean so yeah, yeah like this and like this is a movie that i literally had when i saw it i had no notes i'm just like i can't think of a single thing wrong with this movie and, and it's funny that what do you write what do you write on it like that's yeah. you know like same thing like you 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 write you're just like you have to experience you have to sit down you just have to experience this movie you have to let the two hours and 15 two hours and 20 minutes just you have to just watch it you know what i mean it, 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 watch it experience it i'm like I'm just curious, like what what are the what are the negative views of this say? I mean, again, I think it would be the things that like what the hell did, and and that was the first time I watched. I got out like what the hell did I watch? You know, but yeah. again, you 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 go back, you revisit it, you watch it, you let art breathe a little. You know, kind of like wine, you have to like air, you have to let it breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, you just you just have to you, you gotta. I don't know. You just have to watch it again in order to try to get watch it. Yeah, embra- embrace it. Don't try to. Don't try. Don't don't ask what. Ask why with this movie. Yeah, and but but the thing is, like, I think when you're watching it, experience it first, and then the second time, go in a little bit more investigative with it. I, I would say, um, just 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 let it consume you. Let it let it wash over you the first time you watch it. I think that's the best uh, way to watch it. You know, yeah. and, and then I think almost kind of like what I've said before with like, like even like a Lynchian type films and stuff like that with like, you just have to, you just have to experience it. You just have to, you know what I mean? Just let that art take over you and then kind of let it breathe a little bit and kind of decipher how you're going to watch, you know what I mean? Watch it again for a second time. Yeah. Like I very rarely, like, I, I, I come like more like picky with my rating system. Like I very rarely give five, give five out of fives to movies now. Mm-hmm. Like I think I mean, I'm I'm trying to count. So let's see, I've given three, let's see three, four. I've given I've given six five stars in the last four years to new movies. Yeah, I mean it's t- it's tough. And this, I, and this wasn't this was an easy five star when I first saw it. Yeah, I tried not to like I don't know because you got you know your your Godfather's your Ghostbusters like you know what I mean those ones. It's tough. I, I'm like you. Like when a movie earns, I think it earns it. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's one of those ones that you're going to see this type of film, obviously, kind of set the groundwork for other films in the future. Oh yeah, like, that, I, I think it's going to yeah. be like remembered as one of the best movies of this decade, and yeah. it just, and it, and it, this decade just started. Yeah, I mean, you still got seven more, you know, six, six and a six and a half more years to go with it, and uh, you know what could happen from now to then. It's yeah. it's it's completely crazy to think about. Real quick before we go, I want to see if you can guess my other, my other six, I'm sorry, my other five, uh, five stars in the last three years, the last four Ooh, years. The last four years? Well, like from from 2019 to 2022, I gave six five stars. This was one of them. Can you, can you name the other ones? Top Gun Maverick. That is one. Yes. All right, well, that's, that was an easy one. Um, uh, five stars. Oh God, there's that. Uh, let me hold on. Let me look up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Like I had no five stars in 2021. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm not pulling up your uh, 
your letterbox. I'm just gonna pull up what movies. You know, it's were. fine. Like, you, like, like pull, okay. pull up list of movies. I'm, I'm just letting you know. Like, I had I had no five stars in 2021. Okay, so let me go 2020. Um, mm, Nomadland. Good guess, but no. Uh, how about Minari? That was very close, but no. Okay. I I know it wasn't Tenet. <laughs> it was not Tenet. Um. There's one in 2000, in 2020, 2020? Yes. Yeah, there's one in 2020. Jeez, really? Mm-hmm. Soul? It was Soul. Good really? Name. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that as the first one on there. I'm like, that can't be it. All right. And then what, what is it? 2019? 19. So I, have, I had three five stars in 2019. Parasite. Yep, that's one. Okay. Um, Uncut Gems. Actually, no. Really? Huh. Four and a half, but very, very close to five. All right. Um, Booksmart. No, no, good guess, but no. Okay. Um, what the hell? I'm trying to think here. The farewell. Good guess. Like these are all very good guesses, but no. All right, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm falling out. Definitely not glass. Ha ha ha. Um, Toy Story four. No, you're getting you're, closer. You're, you're a sucker for that, though. That's why I I, I say I that. Yeah, that's a very good guess, but no. So, so if I'm close with Toy Story, which is funny because like we we did a top ten for this year. Jesus Lord, yeah, we did. And I'm just I'm like bull. Oh, wait a minute. How about uh, duh? How about Knives Out? No. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. Jeez. Oh man, I feel I feel like crap here. All right. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. I feel like I'm getting like completely cold now. You're, you're, you're going, yeah, you're going in the opposite direction now. Okay, but you said I was close with Toy Story four. Yeah. All right. So what? Okay, like it, like, it, like one is a franchise movie. Okay, so so it's got to be. Uh... You got this. <laughs> it's not Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. It's not Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just teasing. It's not. It's not Captain Marvel. What was it? Adventures Endgame. Yes, good job. Finally, okay. I, I saw, one. I saw it glaring there. I'm just like, I just refused to. So, okay, Parasite, Avengers. You got one. Endgame. You got one more, and it, and this this one's an indie that we've talked about a couple times. In 2019. Yeah. That we talked about a couple times an indie film. I mean, as soon as I see it, it's gonna hit me. Oh my god, that's your uh, last black man in San Francisco. No, that's a good guess. Really? Because you, you always talk about that. So I that, do love that movie, but no. Okay, never mind then. Now, now I have no direction. Peanut Butter Falcon, I adore. Um, an indie film. It's not. It's not tight. It's. Loose. It's not tight. What's the opposite of tight? Loose. Loose. Oh my God. L U C E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I watched that movie. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it was a fantastic movie. Yeah. yeah right. It was a very, yeah, like you said, it was a very indie film. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Point is, yes, we we, we, uh, we we were big fans of everything ever, ever all at once. And if you yeah. haven't seen it, you should go watch it. It's on Prime. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. It's on Showtime if you have that. But yeah. Uh, that, that, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, Russell, you want to get a plug before we head up? 
Yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook. We will be putting polls up finally next week. We'll, be back, we'll be back to another poll this ne- uh, on the next episode, yes. Looking forward to that. You guys can also find us, Notorious by Chance, on YouTube. I believe you just had a left side, strong side up. We uh, did, yeah. Night. I mean, as we're reco- recording this, yes, we did do our own mock drafts. And uh, I will say, yes, we are doing a stream for the first round of the drafts uh, April 27th. So we're starting that at about... Probably about like uh, draft starts at five Pacific, so probably start at like four forty-five. What day is a draft on? Thursday. On a Thursday, oh, shit, I it's it's, th- it's Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, of course, I work, so doesn't matter. Yeah. We don't have a first-round draft anyway, so I can't get excited. I would have brought you in for for the, for the Saints pick because that was yours. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. we, you know, we do some crazy things like that. Yeah, dude, crazy much like, like trade, like trade three first rounder for Trey for Trey Lance, a guy you you barely used because like, not, yeah. or not ready. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Yeah, so uh, and you have a Twitter's game a chance. What's underscore ninety one? Uh, also check us out on TikTok. We're starting to do uh, videos out of theater reactions. We want to do some more stuff with TikTok. That's fun. We we've been having a good time with that. We have been, yeah. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.